Hello people, thank you for joining me today on uh, this episode of Trauma Transformed and the Safe Space Sessions. Coming to you from my bedroom, my very own safe space, and today that's actually what we're going to be chit-chatting about, so safe spaces and creating them in your body and your life in order to help you heal trauma. So if you're listening to this podcast today, it's probably because you're a lot like me in some ways. Maybe you've had a lifetime of chronic trauma um, that you've been dealing with, or maybe you've had um, one specific thing that's happened to you over your life that's left a huge imprint on you. Uh, you may also be like me in the way that you desire to do more with your life and you desire to have a bigger impact on the world or maybe it's just that you want um, to get the most out of your life in whatever way that looks like for you, like having a successful business or being the best parent that you can be um, or maybe just seizing the opportunities uh, that life brings to you with both hands. And what you may be finding at the moment is that despite all the dreams and goals you have, your body and mind don't often play the game. And you probably find yourself going around and around in circles, feeling stuck in procrastination, fear and self-doubt. Um, you may be experiencing lots of anxiety and worry and stress. You might also be experiencing the very real physical side effects of being stuck in trauma as well. Things like constant digestive issues, sleep issues, chronic pain and inflammation. Those are all signs of being stuck in a trauma response as well. So whether it be um, an emotional indicator or a physical indicator, um, there are lots of ways that your body might be trying to tell you that it's time for you to create some safe spaces for yourself in order for you to be able to heal and let go and move forward. And today we're going to talk about creating those safe spaces for your mind and body so you can slowly start to downregulate your body and you can start to come out of that stress response bit by bit. Uh, please bear in mind though that even though we're chatting about this, there is no quick fix to these problems. There are quicker fixes, um, but there's not one silver bullet and they do take years to manifest. So it makes sense that it may take some time and patience um, and consistency to start to change things and to turn the tide on, on those things. But yay, safe spaces. What does that actually mean? What is a safe space? Well, it is a place, either externally or internally, ideally both, where you feel safe and comfortable. Uh, obviously, um, both is better, feeling it externally and internally, um, because if your external world doesn't feel safe, it's going to be hard to feel safe internally and vice versa. So it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. And I get that having a safe space externally and internally is a huge luxury for some people. But regardless of your situation today, I have something that's going to help you. So why do we need safe spaces? Well, if you're a person stuck in a trauma response, you're in that place because your mind and body keeps telling you that you're unsafe and that you're in danger and about to die. So creating safe spaces is the process of you trying to teach yourself physically and emotionally that you are safe and okay. And you want to do that in order to, to heal and to move on and to let go of the past and to not only feel like you've done it um, emotionally, but feel like you've done it physically as well. 
or vice versa. When um, you can create a safe space, you can switch out of that fight or flight response and get back into that rest and digest and regenerate response, which is where your body should be and your mind should be the, mo- the majority of the time. But for most of us, it is the other way around. For most of us, we are stuck in our sympathetic nervous system uh, the majority of the time and our parasympathetic the minority of the time, which is just a way of saying fight or flight versus rest and digest. So being stuck in this state over long periods of time will eventually start to break your body down at a very fast rate. And this is why I find most people in their mid-30s will start to see their trauma coming to the surface in some way, shape, or form, because your body sort of just hits this wall, hits this tolerance level um, of, of what it can take and what it can handle. And so being stuck in the state um, for long periods of time, your body will start to signal to you that it can no longer take all the stress. And the signals start to get louder and louder over time at around about that 30, 30 year mark. And if you wait until your 40s, 50s or 60s to start to deal with this stuff, you will most likely start to suffer some pretty serious stress induced health problems, uh, which is obviously not much fun. So if you're listening to this now, never fear, help is here and there's lots of stuff that you can do and start to do for free and congratulations for listening to this podcast today because you're being proactive in learning how to deal with your stuff and everything that you do every day uh, will start to compound. Before we go any further, um, I just want to pause to acknowledge that there are times in people's lives where they are in dangerous living situations and financial situations that makes creating safe spaces difficult. And if this is you right now, if you're in one of those places, I'm, I'm really sorry that you're going through this and I have been there too. And But keep listening because I will give you um, some, some guidance at the end of this podcast that is going to help you no matter what situation you're in. I always believe wholeheartedly that no matter what situation you're in, there's always something that can be done for anybody. Personally, for me, uh, this has been quite a long and continuous journey. I went around and around in circles for a long time, and it's taken me some time to get to this point. And I still recognize that I have ways to go. I'll be working on myself because that's the type of person that I am. But I do have some ways to go when it comes to teaching my nervous system and my mind how to feel safe and to be safe. But one big thing that I have realized over the years that, and I hope that this helps you, is that we need to deal with the mind and body at the same time. In fact, think about it like this. There is no end. It's just a mind-body. It's literally all one thing. There's no separation. I spent years and years trying to purely make physical changes to my body to address my issues because bless my little cotton socks. Uh, At the time, I thought that most of my issues were purely physical, (laughs) a puzzle together with only half the pieces. So the lesson that I would like to share with you is that if you're investing all your time and energy and money into trying to fix yourself um, physically, but you're not investing in your emotional health as well, 
then you'll probably find yourself going around in circles like I did for many years. You'll probably also find that attempts to make physical changes to your mind body that is not changing emotionally at the same time will be sabotaged because all the habits that you have at the moment have an emotional reason as to why they exist. So I just want to say that again, all the physical habits that you have at the moment, whether it be around food or sleep or exercise or shopping, any of the unhealthy coping mechanisms that you find yourself displaying at the moment, they have an emotional component or reason as to why they exist. So trying to take those habits away without dealing with the emotional reason is like trying to take away your safe space without creating any new ones. Your coping mechanisms are there because they're trying to help you and they make you feel safer, they make you feel more secure. So trying to take those coping mechanisms away at this stage probably isn't going to be the most productive thing that you can do. Creating safe spaces, on the other hand, will provide you with an environment where the healing in the mind-body can finally take place. So you no longer need these coping mechanisms emotionally or physically to soothe yourself. So what do we need as humans to feel safe both physically and emotionally? Well, there is a lot and it depends on the individual. But today I want to share with you one important concept. And this concept lately has helped me to shift some really big things. And whenever I feel overwhelmed or like I'm not going anywhere in life, this idea helps to bring me back down to earth. And it reassures me that I'm doing fine. I'm okay. And everything is is happening exactly as it should. So a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a post that a lot of people resonated with. And the post said, it's okay to stay in your comfort zone until you feel safe enough to leave. You see, as a society, we get told we have to leave our comfort zones in order to change. But for the person who is stuck in a stress response, there is no zone that is comfortable. Nowhere feels safe. And this is a huge part of of what is keeping us stuck in our lives. Not feeling safe is the cause of trauma. So why then do we focus on making ourselves feel unsafe in order to grow? I get the concept. And in some ways, in a lot of ways, it is true to some extent and in some contexts, but it's not everything. And it is not the full picture. And for all my trauma buddies out there, it's probably most likely pretty counterproductive and it probably keeps you going around in circles with yourself. The idea underpinning that post is that the concept of self-acceptance and non-judgment. And for me, this is actually that step that precedes self-love and self-kindness. And this in itself can be challenging for a lot of people. But I think of it this way. If someone close to you is going through something and they need to be able to open up and talk about it, what would you say to them? Would you say to them things like, it's okay, I don't care if you're a mess, you can talk to me about anything, I would never judge you. You want to give them a space where they feel safe enough to open up. And that language is just letting them know that you accept them. You're not going to judge them. And this is the type of level of care and support that you need to be able to provide for yourself. Self-acceptance is saying, this is where I am, and this is how I feel, and this is what my life is at the moment, and it's just 
it is what it is. I don't have to love it. It's okay if I hate it because this is just where I'm at. Self-acceptance is realizing you don't have to move from where you are today. If you can't get off the couch, cool, stay on the couch. If you can't do the exercise, sweet, stay in bed with your active wear on and pretend like you did the exercise. And that is okay. And here is why it's okay to do that. This probably will go against any advice any coach or helpful person has ever tried to give you. But the reason it is okay is because regardless of what you do or don't do today, your your life will continue to grow and change and evolve anyway. Even if you wanted to stay the same, you couldn't. Your body is physically changing every second of every day. This is what we're designed to do. So you're changing even when it looks like you aren't. And yes, we do need to actively do things at times if you want to make changes and get our life going in a certain direction. But the truth is accepting yourself as you are today and dropping the judgment and giving yourself some space and time is doing something. For most of us in itself, that is actually breaking cycles of self-criticism, self-judgment, perfectionism. Self-acceptance isn't doing nothing. It may look like it from the outside, but self-acceptance is actually teaching yourself on a deep unconscious level that it's okay to be who and where you are right now. And that builds a relationship of inner trust within yourself. Slowly over time, you'll start to build a deep trusting relationship with yourself. And that's the ultimate of safe spaces. If you think about it, all we really want as humans is to feel accepted and supported and loved for who we are. So it would make sense that we would need to give this to ourselves first especially if you didn't get it as a child. The other cool thing to realize is that self-acceptance and non-judgment is a practice of being, which is the rest and digest state. Doing is a survival state. So just by practicing accepting shit the way it is, you're teaching yourself how to tap back into your parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and digest state. So know this. Even if you can't accept where you're at today and you feel angry and frustrated and stuck, that's okay too. See, that's the benefit of self-acceptance. Good, bad or ugly, doesn't matter. It just is what it is and it's okay because your life is a process. Whatever is happening today will be different soon enough. You're an ever-evolving human being whose life will continue to evolve regardless of how hard you choose to push or how how much you criticize yourself, how much you judge yourself. But I can guarantee you the journey will be a whole lot easier if you just give yourself a bit of a break. And so you will continue to grow, grow and evolve regardless of what you do today. And it's safe for you to just take a breather. Wherever you are in your stage or your journey, and however messy or effed up it might look, just know that that is okay because tomorrow is another day. The other thing that I would like to encourage you to try is that no matter what the space you're in today, just try this. And this always works for me and it has worked for me in some of the most messed up times of my life. Just step outside, step outside and take a look around you because no matter where you are, hope is everywhere. Look at the trees, listen to the birds, notice the flowers or the water. And find some beauty in the day, 
because where there is beauty, there is hope. And nature is incredibly soothing and calming for our nervous systems. And guess what? It's free. So I challenge you today, no matter where you are, to just go and spend some time observing and consciously looking for the beauty in nature. And I promise you that you'll feel better. So that, my friends, brings us to the end of this little episode. Hope that this has helped you today to find a bit of inner peace and a bit of calm in the ever-changing conditions of your human experience. And if you liked this episode and you had any light bulb moments, I would love for you to share them with me. I love to hear what's going on for you and the things that you get out of this, and it helps me to um, decide what to write for next time. So feel free to hit me up in my DMs for a chat over on Insta. Um, My Instagram is the underscore trauma underscore coach. And um, if you feel like you need a little bit of extra support when it comes to learning how to accept yourself and love yourself, then please feel free to book in a free 15-minute connect call. The invitation is always open and waiting for you when you're ready for it, and I would love to chat to you. Um, So you'll find the link for that in the show notes or in my bio over on Instagram as well. And lastly, if you want to be kept up to date with all the future episodes, just hit subscribe on your current platform. So until next time, my friends, take care. Thanks for listening. Bye.